You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, Ken Davenport here with episode number 243 of the Producers Perspective Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what I learned about play and musical development from infomercials. Hey, it's Ken. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and I hope it's pulling back the curtain on this business of Broadway. If you're looking to learn more about what makes this industry tick, go to my website, kendavenport.com, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. I'll send you one email a week, one article about what I'm seeing, trends, insights, marketing ideas on what's happening on Broadway right now. That's kendavenport.com. Hope to see you there and in your inbox. I want to be a producer with a hit show on Broadway. You're listening to the Producer's Perspective Podcast with your host, Tony Award winner, Ken Davenport. So I didn't sleep much in my 20s or 30s. I don't sleep much when I'm in tech. Uh, And I watched a lot of television. And I'll admit that I got suckered into a lot of those late night infomercials. You remember these things? They still play them. They're a very successful form of marketing. I actually met the guy that like created these things years ago, and I didn't know whether to like bow down and worship him or whether to punch him in the face because I find them so annoying. Anyway, one of the most famous of these infomercials or one of the originals is the Ginsu knives, right? You get this knife and this knife and then another knife and all for three payments that will add up to $19.99, something like that. Well, it actually doesn't matter which infomercial you're talking about, whether it's Ginsu Knives or whether it's the Floby or the Snuggie. Why are they all the E's? Anyway, they all had something in common. All these infomercials had something in common that will help make your show stand out. And it's something that the most successful plays and musicals in history also have in common. So just stay with me now. I know you're like, where is he going? Stay with me. It'll make sense. So if you remember the end of those infomercials, they always say, when you get this one knife, we'll give you a second knife for free. And then we'll also give you this set of steak knives and a salad spoon and a travel bag for your knives. And then we'll engrave them. And they go on and on and on, right? There was always more. When you thought there couldn't be anything else added to the low, low price of $19.99, they added something else. So in sales terminology, this is what we call the stack. It's when companies add so much value to the offer that it makes it irresistible, right? You end up going like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff in this thing, I just have to grab it. I have to grab it. Even when you didn't think you needed the initial product in the first place, but it's such an unbelievable value, right? Again, this is called the stack. So what does the stack have to do with writing a play or a musical? We know this, if you want your show to stand out, then it must be unique. The most successful shows of all time have been the most unique. They've been shows that we've never seen on Broadway before for one reason or another. I'm gonna name a few and you can name what's unique about them. Hamilton, Mm mm-hmm. Avenue Q, puppets, having sex and swearing. Dear Evan Hansen, a chorus line, even all the way back to Showboat. Think about it, this is a great exercise. Name a very successful musical and try to imagine what makes it unique and different from all the other shows that have come before it, right? So if you want your show to be a smash like one of these, it can't just be a good idea for a show, you have to stack it. 
So when you come up with a good idea, say Boy Meets Girl, well, that's fine. And with a great score, a great book, it could be a fine musical. But could that musical stand out amongst the cluttered environment of Broadway? Probably not. And it doesn't matter how good it is. This is the challenge of introducing new product into very competitive markets. Your show has to be special and unlike anything we've seen before. So when you come up with your idea, try to come up with at least three stack reasons why your story and or your storytelling will be unique. Directors and choreographers are a great help here, okay? When you do, when you stack your show, your audience will not only find the show irresistible, but they won't be able to resist talking about it with all their friends, and you'll ginsu the competition. See what I did there? Thanks again for listening to the Producer's Perspective podcast. If you found this episode informative, educational, inspirational, or just entertaining, uh, do me a favor and share this episode with another theater maker or two in your life. My mission is to amplify the conversation about theater because if we get more people talking about it, we'll get more people making it, we'll get more people seeing it. It will be great for the industry as a whole. If you want more of my daily perspectives on theater and Broadway, check out my blog at theproducersperspective.com or check out my social media accounts at Ken Davenport B-Way on Instagram and at Ken Davenport on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We'll see you for the next episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.